Hello, hello, hello. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. The sun is shining. It's sunny and 75 here in Little Seneca, South Carolina. I'm sitting in downtown Seneca right now in one of my favorite little areas. It's so cute. Just nice little scenery, nice plants, cute lights. Just, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. I've got my cold brew. I've got my laptop here in front of me. I've got all my notebooks and agendas. I feel very put together right now, very organized. I've had a pretty productive morning so far. Got up and made some breakfast for my boyfriend. Um, I did some door dashing, made a little bit of money, made like $20 in like literally 30 minutes. So that was pretty exciting probably going to go and DoorDash again after I finish recording this episode. Um, I've had a lot of free time lately because I'm waiting to start this new job and it's kind of driving me insane. Um, I guess I wouldn't call it free time because I've been making sure to be productive in this time that I have to spend. So yesterday I spent a lot of time doing research in regards to real estate. Um, I did some cleaning. I did some door dashing yesterday as well. Um, Been doing a lot of writing, pouring into my book, pouring back into my passions, trying to get back into working out, eating healthy, you know, just trying to become the best version of myself. Um, Can be pretty difficult at times, but you know, we're human. Nothing is easy in this life, I've learned. Literally nothing is easy. Anything worth having is a little difficult to attain. So, you know, if it's, if you're going through something right now and you're like struggling and it's just like the hardest thing ever for you, don't give up on it. Don't give up because it probably is going to end up being something so amazing for you. Anything that you have to work hard for is usually worth having. So spill. There's a little bit about what I have going on right now. Um, I'm recording in like a, like an open area. So people are like walking by and I'm getting a little anxious. I feel a little strange. Um, sitting here, people are going to think I'm talking to myself. Um, but that's okay. Cause if you live your life worried about what other people are going to think of you, you're never truly going to live for yourself. So here we go. So this is going to be part two of a fabulous failure. I'm literally so excited to share these lessons with you guys because I seriously, seriously, seriously think that they are just so, so important to learn and to know. Um, And I'm very thankful that I have been learning so much over the course of 2021. This has been the most just gosh, influential year of my life. This has been the most life-changing year of my life. My mindset has grown in such a enormous way. My just view on the world has changed so much. My view on myself has changed a lot. My view on other people has changed a lot. 2021 has really been like a year of learning and growth and struggle and um just so many things that have just shaped me for the better. But anyways, you know, without further ado, let's go ahead and 
get on into it. I don't really have much else to talk about. I'm really just kind of rambling right now. But so here we go. So another lesson that I've learned is to not have pride. So let's talk about pride. What did what did J. Cole say? <laughs> pride is the devil. And I think it's got a hold on me. Gosh, that song really hits home for me. If you guys don't know that song, if you don't listen to J. Cole, I highly recommend listening to his album Off Season. Whenever that album came out, I literally did like a whole analysis of it with one of my friends because it is just so deep. There is so much um, that just goes into that album. He really talks about just a multitude of different things that I think are so important. Um, But anyways, yeah, if you haven't heard that song, Pride is the Devil, it's a really great one. It really just resonates with me in a serious way. Um, Pride has had a hold over me for far too long, far too long. I am rebuking that off of me because I cannot deal. It has definitely held me down long enough. Pride is only ever going to kill you. And for those of you that may not be familiar with exactly what pride is, pride essentially can be defined as an exceedingly high self-regard, meaning that you think highly of yourself and you tend to be very proud of yourself when it comes to achieving different things. Um, Sorry, guys, if you hear like noise, I'm sitting at kind of like a... um, an unsteady table it keeps kind of wobbling my apologies um but anyway so pride is when you have an exceedingly high self-regard and you think very highly of yourself so whenever you achieve different things you tend to be very proud of your achievements and this only becomes negative when it gets to a point that you are so proud that you are unwilling to ask for help And that is how I have always been. Asking for help makes me feel as if I am less than, as if I'm not as much of an individual, as if I am incapable of accomplishing it on my own. Asking for help takes away a sense of my own self-worth. And it shouldn't be this way. This year, I've tried to make myself learn and acknowledge that asking for help does not make me weak or less than asking for help actually shows that you are wise enough to know that you can't do it all on your own. Life is hard and life can certainly be a lot for us to handle on our own at times. That's why we need to have a heart that is free of pride. That is not healthy for us in any regard. Um, Gosh, there have been so many times where my pride has gotten me into far worse situations than I even needed to be in. Um, Jesus, there's so many examples I can't even (laughs) just pinpoint one that I would even like to discuss. Um, Gosh, okay, so over the past couple months, I've kind of been in and out of a lot of jobs, been kind of hopping around a lot, which has caused, you know, a very unsteady Um, pace of income to be coming into my account of course because I'm just doing all this hopping around so not a very stable situation at all so I was starting to struggle um, financially a lot I was getting to the point where um, you know 
my bills that were <laughs> previously on auto draft, you know, I was starting to, you know, take that off and be like, okay, like, we're gonna wait and pay this a little later, we're gonna wait and pay this one a little late, like, I was just, I was getting really behind, but I was struggling on my own, because I was like, I'm gonna figure it out, it's gonna be fine, like, I'm just gonna figure it out, everything's gonna work out, like, I'm just gonna keep trying to work as much as I can, I'm gonna keep, you know, just doing what I have to do to make whatever I can make and we're just gonna make it happen and I just kept like getting deeper and deeper and deeper into a hole until I finally got to a point where I literally like I could not sustain to do a single thing um to help myself at all like I there was nothing I could do to get myself out of the hole that I had gotten myself in And still, even then, my pride would not allow me to admit that to anyone. I didn't want to appear weak. I didn't want to appear as if I didn't have my life together. I didn't want to appear as if I didn't know how to manage my finances. I didn't want to appear broke. I didn't want to appear like I just was down. Because nobody likes to be down. Nobody wants to be seen as like, oh, like gosh look at them like they just do not have it together I didn't want people to see me like that because I knew that I mean there was a time when I did have it together and I didn't have to you know um ask for help with that um because I just had it under control um so now or whenever that was occurring when that was happening um I don't know, it was just really difficult for me to admit that I had fallen, and that is pride. Like, it's just hard sometimes to let yourself be okay with being down and, like, accepting the fact that, like, okay, like, sometimes, you know, people fall, and that's why, you know, you ask for a helping hand. You can't, I mean, sometimes, sure, yeah, you can be your own helping hand, but... God put other people on this earth for a reason. We weren't intended to do life alone. We weren't intended to solve all of our problems by ourselves. And especially if we're to a point where we can't even do it ourselves. How ridiculous is it that if you literally can't do it on your own, you're literally struggling and you just sit there and struggle and struggle and struggle when you could literally just ask somebody for help and then you wouldn't have to sit there and struggle anymore. Asking for help does not make you any less than what you are asking for help doesn't make you weak at all if anything it just shows that you're strong I know I said this before but I just want to keep reiterating that for people that may be going through the same thing that I have always went through in regards to pride I've never been able to be comfortable with asking for help because I felt as if it would make me less than it would make people think oh, like, she is just so weak, like, she does not have it together, um, but that's, like, not the case, we can't be up all the time, and when we're down, we have to be able to acknowledge that, and acknowledge when we've done all we can do, and then we have to ask for help, that is completely okay, because I literally just refused to ask for help whenever I first started struggling, I got myself in the biggest, fattest, deepest hole ever. And now, I mean, I was forced to 
ask for help because I had no other way out. I had no other way out. I believe that God is like very intentional when he wants you to listen to something that he's trying to show you. And he put me into a place where I had absolutely no other choice but to ask for help or I was just gonna be in a really, really, really bad situation. So I was forced to ask for help in my time of need. I was forced to put my pride to the side. And I literally got to such a low point that it's like now I have finally learned the lesson. I've learned that when I need help to just simply ask for it, instead of letting my pride be so heavy that I can't even ask for help. That's just ridiculous because then I'm only hurting myself more. You're only hurting yourself more if you allow your pride to get in the way of just allowing you to go forward, allowing you to ask for help. It is okay to need help where people, everybody needs help sometimes. Not everybody knows everything. Nobody in the world knows everything. We can't do everything on our own. We're not machines. We fail. We get back up. We try again. We fail and fail and fail and fail. And then we realize, hey, um, I need help. And then you ask for help and then that's fine. So that is a big lesson that I've learned is to not have pride in any situation, to just put your pride to the side, be vulnerable with people, let people know what's up. Just put your pride to the side and suck it up and ask for help. It doesn't make you any less of an amazing person. You're still amazing, even if you ask for help. You're still strong, even if you ask for help. You still can have it figured out, even if you ask for help. Another lesson I've learned over the course of my 20 years of living, but especially this year, is not to be a pessimist. Pessimism has always been a struggle of mine. I have always been a pessimist, which is terrible. A pessimist can essentially be defined as someone who always sees the worst in everything, always focuses on the negative. When I was younger, my mom would tell me that I had a very pessimistic way of thinking. Because I was still learning and my mindset was far different than it is now, I always blew her off. I felt as if she was attacking who I was, as if she thought I was just garbage. My response to her was always something along the lines of, well, a bunch of bad things are happening. It's not like I'm being untruthful. I'm just speaking on what I see. That was the wrong way to think. That's not what she was trying to get me to see, but I didn't understand that then. She was only trying to get me to better my way of thinking. She wasn't attacking me. She was just trying to get me to see that, hey, if you're only ever focusing on the negative, then you're always going to have a negative life. I didn't understand that then. I was just like, dude, like a bunch of bad stuff is happening. I'm just like speaking on it. Like I'm just saying exactly what I see. I didn't understand that like, dang, like I'm just focusing on all of the bad things that are happening. Sure, like bad things are always going to be going on. It's life. Life is not the best sometimes. You know, there's always going to be something going on but you can choose what to give your mind to you can choose what to give your attention to but I didn't understand that at the time even if a bunch of bad things are happening 
you can devote your mind to positive things instead. You are in control of what goes through your mind every day. If you choose to think about terrible things all day, don't be surprised when you have a terrible day. It's pretty simple, actually. If you think positively, you'll have a positive life. If you think negatively, you'll have a negative life. It's all about your mindset. Your mindset is the control center of your life. I'm going to say that again because I feel like that's like just so vital. Your mindset is the control center of your life. If your mind is out of whack, your life is going to be out of whack too. Like, okay, so for example, um, there was a time, just this all, all of these times that I'm referring to are like essentially like the same. These past like few months have been like the worst um, experience I've ever had, but they've been very, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I've been very thankful for all of these moments that I've experienced because I've learned a lot. They've taught me a lot. Um, but yeah, so let's see a couple months ago. Um, or no, let's, let's use this example. Okay, so in August, I moved to Dallas. On August 14th, I drove out to Dallas, Texas. And, or maybe it was August 15th. I think it was the 14th. That is very irrelevant. But anyways, (laughs) on August 14th, I believe, I drove out to Dallas, Texas with my mom. I knew that I was going out there on just a big fat leap of faith. I had a very big, um, just feeling that God was calling me to be there. I still think that God called me to be there. I know that he brought me there for a reason. Um, and that reason I'm starting to believe was just to meet. Nicholas um I at first I believed that he was taking me there um for the job that I was chasing um but then when I got into the job I realized that I was not the best at I was not passionate about the things that I was selling I couldn't be the saleswoman that I know I am because I just was not passionate about the product. Like I literally did not care at all about the product. So I could not convince people to buy it because I didn't even use the product. So I was like, dude, I get it. (laughs) I don't even use it. So I get it. Um, but anyways, I'm like gearing off track. Um, so yeah, I move out to Dallas. It was just a big fat leap of faith. I went out there with a few hundred dollars, Um, thankfully my mom paid for a large portion of my Airbnb that I stayed in. I had an Airbnb booked for a month to stay there. And in that month I was planning to, um, save up a lot of money to be able to move into an apartment of my own. So, um, I was not doing very well in my sales at my job. Every single day I'd go in there and I would not get a single sale. I got 
five sales within my first two days. And then after that, I did not get any more sales, not a single sale. So every single day I went home pissed off and just very angry at myself because I was like, gosh, and I like, why are you such a big fat piece of garbage? Like, you know that you're a great saleswoman. You know that you've always been passionate about sales. You know that like you can do this, but like you're just proving that you just can't. And I was beating myself up every day. I was like, dude, like you're just the worst salesman. Like, why would you even think that you could do this? Like you literally suck. Like you cannot do this. Um, so I went home and cried almost every day. Um, I didn't really enjoy the place I was staying in. So I was really angry about that every day. I hardly had any clothes that I brought with me. So I was super just unconfident in myself every day that I got dressed because I was just wearing the same things over and over and I felt ugly I just my hair was never done the way that I wanted it to be my makeup every time I tried to do it looked really terrible I wasn't really making any friends um my money was starting to disappear quicker and quicker as the days went by and like nothing was coming in really um just a lot was going wrong and that's literally the only thing I was focused on I was just literally warping my mind on all of the things that were going wrong I was like well not making any money I hate my hair I hate my clothes I hate being alone in the city none of my family none of my friends I'm not making any friends um Gosh, I was like just so broke. I was just eating like sandwiches every day. I was just dreading waking up every single morning because I was like, gosh, like here we go. I'm going to go work from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. just to produce absolutely nothing, to go home to this place I didn't even want to be at, to be eating food that I didn't even enjoy, to be looking at myself in the mirror. And I was just, I felt like a failure I didn't even want to look in the mirror because I just felt like a big fat disappointment to myself it was really really bad I felt myself kind of sinking down into just a very depressive state because the literal only things that were going through my mind every day was just a bunch of negative things I was focused on everything that was just not going right for me And that was so bad because there were so many other things that I could have been focused on. I was in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. That is the place that I have always dreamed of living. I have always, 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 always said that I want to live in Dallas, Texas. I've always said that. Or not always, but since, gosh, when did I start becoming obsessed with Texas? I think it was like the beginning of this year. I started like doing research on like, different places in America that I would like might would consider living um whenever I decide to like move out of my family's home and Dallas was just the one place that always just stuck in my heart the most like I really 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 wanted to be in Dallas and I had been saying that for months and months and months and finally like God like paved a way for me to get there I got a job out there I had like a plain e-credit that I had been like waiting to use. So I had a way to get out there for free, essentially. Um, My mom was kind enough to pay for the majority of my Airbnb that I stayed in for a month. Just everything ended up working itself out for me to get there.
that was something positive that I could have focused. I was in the city of my dreams, the literal city of my dreams. I literally would sit for hours and just look at pictures of Dallas, look at like different restaurants to go to in Dallas, different places to hike, different coffee shops, all these different little things to do, different little monuments, different museums. I was so fascinated with the city of Dallas and I was there. I was living there. And yet I was being so negative. I was focusing on everything going wrong and that I couldn't truly enjoy the beauty of what was happening. I was literally living out my dream. I was at a sales job. I've always wanted to be in sales. I was working at a sales job. I was a sales rep. Amazing for a great company. I just didn't excel because I I didn't give it enough of myself and I wasn't passionate enough about the product so that's just my fault but amazing company great company I'm very thankful that I got the opportunity to work for them I literally got to go on walks in downtown Dallas that was literally one of my favorite things of being there that brought me so much joy to literally just going downtown and just walking and just embracing the city just looking at the buildings just being in the atmosphere just seeing the people that was a very beautiful experience to me but I didn't appreciate it because I never would sit there and be like gosh like this really is kind of awesome like I literally can just like leave and go to downtown Dallas and just be in downtown like whenever I want I didn't appreciate that all I was thinking about was everything negative everything negative I got to try so many new coffee shops. I'm so passionate about coffee. I literally cannot wait for the day that I own a coffee shop. I got to try so many new local-owned coffee shops, and all of them are so cute. And some of them, you know, the coffee was a little questionable, but (laughs) the people were so kind. Like, I just remember every person that I encountered in Dallas was just so kind every place that I went into every establishment it was like a very awesome experience um and I didn't appreciate that it was just actually crazy how there were so many good things that were happening in my I was on my own 20 years old just literally left the smallest little quaint town of Seneca and moved to Dallas by myself, by myself, no friends, no family. They just went out to Dallas by myself. That was the boldest thing I've ever did. And I feel like that just shows how strong I am and how independent I am. I could have shined light on that and been thinking about that. That's a positive thing for me to focus on. Like, wow, like you really did this. You were really confident enough to come out here on your own. But instead, I was just focused on everything terrible. And that made my life terrible. Even though there were so many good things for me to focus on, I was just focused on the negative things in my life. And that made my life terrible for that whole entire time that I was there. Um, So that is just like an example of how even if there are a million and one things going wrong in your life, you can still decide to focus on the positive things And then you won't have to feel so terribly all the time. Of course, if all you're thinking about is like bad things, of course, 
you're gonna have a bad day of course you're gonna like be upset every day of course your life is gonna feel miserable because that's all you're pouring into your mind I'm not saying like to just forget about the bad things that are going on in life because obviously like especially if like your bad things are in regards to like finances I don't know why I said that like that finances what (laughs) but especially if you're like bad things are in regards to finances or if it's in regards to family or if it's in regards to like your school or your your work or whatever like obviously like you can't like just forget those things but you can choose what to pour your focus into I hope that that like makes sense like okay let's say for example let's say I know that I have a 20 page paper due Friday night and I haven't even started and it's Monday right and I know that I don't know me and my sister are like fighting and and then I know that I don't know like (laughs) I don't know I have this bill to pay um on Wednesday or something and I know that um I just like put a red sock in with all my white clothes and all my white clothes are pink like okay let's say all of those things are going wrong right well I can choose to sit and just dwell on all of those things or I can choose to instead think okay like at least I woke up this morning like some people didn't even wake up this morning okay like although all of my like white clothes are pink now at least I have clothes to wear okay like even though me and my sister are fighting I know that we'll make up and we'll be good soon some people don't even talk to their family ever okay like although you know I'm a little stressed out about paying this bill you know I know that it'll just work out and I'll be able to pay it eventually I work hard okay although you know I have this 20 page paper due that I haven't started on I can uh, schedule out time to write and get it done and then I won't have to stress about it anymore you can rewire the way that you think to create a more positive life for yourself it's all about rewiring your thoughts you have to learn how to rewire your brain if you want to live a more positive life um so don't be a pessimist don't focus on the negative things in life because that's only going to create a negative life for you focus on the positive things and you will have a positive life I promise that sounds like such a simple concept that isn't even that serious but I promise it is it is it's such a simple concept but it makes such a major difference okay This life lesson that I'm about to talk about kind of ties into not being a pessimist. Um, So something else that's like very detrimental to my life that I've learned is that you dictate your own life. You can wake up every day and decide to be miserable or you can wake up every day and decide to be happy despite whatever life is throwing at you. Let go of the stress of things out of your control if you can't do anything about it why would you waste your energy stressing over it 
I used to heavily stress about my future, constantly worrying that I may not accomplish everything I desire or that I won't get to where I want to be financially or that I won't get the house of my dreams or the man of my dreams. I can at least cross one of those things off my list because I've certainly found the man of my dreams. Nicholas is for sure my husband. He is everything I've ever dreamed of having in a man. I swear to y'all, I absolutely adore this man. He is literally my soulmate, for real. For real, for real. He is my twin. I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed with him. I feel like I talk about him in every... I've talked about him in every episode. <laughs> but I can't help it. Um, anyways, anyways, I'm sorry, you guys. Um, just, just a little just head over heels right now um but anyways sorry you guys um y'all are gonna hear his name all the time um because i just can't um (laughs) just not mention him at least once because there's always something that makes me think of him but anyways um yeah so i was constantly just stressing over things about my future that were just out of my control. Yes, I do believe that my future is in my hands and I know that I have to do the work to create the life of my dreams. However, stressing over whether or not I'm going to attain the life of my dreams, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why I can't talk right now. Um, Stressing over whether or not I'm going to attain the life of my dreams is a waste of my energy because I can't see the future. I don't know what the future holds for me. All I know is what is happening here in the present. All I have control over is what I'm doing here in the present. So rather than stressing over what I can't control, I instead started focusing on what I can control, which is the here and now. I know the goals I have set forth for myself. So I do what I can in the present to make those dreams more of a reality. I have a certain body goal that I'm working towards. Therefore, I've tried to be more strict with myself and what I choose to put into my body. And I've started going on runs more and doing more squats, things that I know are going to push me towards my body goals. I know that I wanna be a published author one day. So I've started devoting more time to working on my book. I know that I wanna be a real estate agent. So I'm acquiring as much knowledge as I can in regards to being a realtor before I register for the classes again. I know that I have a very expensive taste. I like very nice things in life. So I am learning how to better manage my finances so I can obtain all of the things that I want out of life, the luxurious things that I desire. I know that I wanna travel the world with my husband and with my family and with my friends. So I'm putting in the work now so I can enjoy leisure time later. I know that I want to give back to so many people that have been there for me all my life. So many people that I just owe a lot to. I know that I want to provide generational wealth to my family. There are so many goals that I've put in place for myself that I am working aimlessly to achieve. I know that I am in control of making all my dreams become a reality. I'm in control of my life 
And once you actually realize that you control every aspect of your life and who you are, your life will turn around for the better. You're in the driver's seat of your life. You control if you go right or left or forward or backwards. So choose to go forward. Choose to better yourself. Choose to work towards your goals. Don't go backwards. Don't dwell on the past. That's the literal worst thing you can do. If you continue looking backwards, how will you ever move forward? For example, um, when I'm saying these things, I'm certainly talking to myself as well. So don't think that I just have it all together. I try to be very open and transparent just so you guys can know that I'm just regular. (laughs) I don't have it all together, but I'm getting it together, trying to get it together. I struggled for a a period of time with just dwelling on the past. Um, And it was not doing me any good. Um, Over, you know, the course of these few months, you know, I've been in a in a pretty down place and when um I would be speaking to my boyfriend I would constantly be just reminiscing or speaking of something in regards to the past whether it was explaining you know how I used to be or how things used to be or who I used to be around or what I used to do or or like just how I used to live or like just whatever I was just always 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 talking about the past and like living in the past it was like I was living vicariously through who I used to be and like how my life used to be because I was just in such a down place that I just needed something to grasp onto and it was just like it felt as if my past was just so much better than what my present was So I was just grasping onto that and I was like constantly looking through old pictures, old Snapchat memories, just old videos. And I was just becoming upset because I was like, how has it seemed that I've just gone backwards and I'm like doing worse than I was in the past? How, how has that happened? And I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking of all the things I used to do, all of the I don't know, all the people I used to be around, the clothes I used to wear, the money I used to make, or just whatever. And I'm sitting here just dwelling on that. And I'm like, why am I, like, in this place that's, like, worse than that? Like, I'm supposed to be moving forward, and it literally seems like I've moved backwards um, in every single sense of everything. (laughs) It just has seemed like I went on a backwards spiral. So I was constantly just focusing on the past. And because I was doing that I wasn't living in the present I wasn't doing anything about the present all I was doing was focusing on the past and who I used to be and how things used to be and because of that like I wasn't growing like I was staying in the same place because I was just looking on the past how can you expect to move forward if you're looking backwards you can't go forward if you're looking backwards if your car is in reverse is it going to go forward No, your car is going to go backwards if it's in reverse. If your mind is constantly in reverse, you're going to keep going in reverse. You're going to keep going backwards. So finally, one day, I woke up and put my brain in drive. I was tired of being in reverse. Um, 
and I put my brain back in drive and I finally you know acknowledge like hi girl like we need to focus on the here and now and stop looking at the past and like fix your present so you can get the future that you want focus on what you're doing right now so you can attain the goals that you have for your future you can't expect to amount to anything if you're not doing anything to make that happen so I finally realized that and I stopped looking at the past and I started looking at the present I started looking at what was happening right now I realized that I had lost a lot of confidence I'd realized that I'd lost a lot of drive I realized that I was becoming a little lazy I realized that I was becoming a bad friend a bad family member I like was just neglecting people because when I'm down like I don't want to be around people because I feel like garbage and I don't want people to see me when I'm down so I was starting to you know just cancel on a lot of people avoiding a lot of people I felt really insecure because I just I don't know I felt like I just kind of let myself go I wasn't really working out super regularly so I wasn't happy with the body that I have attained um just stopped caring much about my self-care I stopped kind of doing my skincare really regularly stopped doing my hair care um I just kind of stopped doing things for myself and I realized that so I acknowledged that and I changed it I started doing my skincare more started taking better care of my hair started taking more pride in the outfits that I put on so I could feel more confident and what I was wearing and I would feel more confident when I would go out places I wouldn't be so just um insecure every time I went out um I started you know working on my confidence a little bit more like started reminding myself that hey like you are strong you are determined you are motivated you are just far more amazing than you're giving yourself credit for right now like just because you're down doesn't mean that you've lost who you are I had to re-remind myself that I've always been very intelligent. I've always been very bold, always been very confident. I've always been a hard worker. I've always been very ambitious, had a lot of goals. I've always been a great friend. I've always been very family-oriented. I had to re-remind myself that, like, hey, like, these are still traits that are who you are, but you are just letting life steal you right now because you're not trying to grow you're focusing on the past instead of focusing on your present and because you're focusing on the past you're not here in the present you're just kind of a blob (laughs) of matter just wasting space really um and I realized that and I took control of it I started reaching out to more of my friends started scheduling more times to hang out I started being more present with my family instead of neglecting them started reaching out to them more, started pouring more time into myself, doing things that make me happy, going on walks, going on hikes, taking long showers, blasting music in the car, doing side hustles to make extra money, helping people. Fashion, I started, you know, styling my clothes a little more in the way that I feel most confident in a way that is true to me. Started getting more skincare products. 
because skincare is very important to me. I want to have beautiful, clear skin. Start working out more because running is very therapeutic for me. And it's also, you know, not only good for like my mind, my mental, but like obviously it's good for my body. Um, Just so many things. You just have to take back that control. Stop focusing on the past. Focus on the present and do what you can in the present to make a change and work towards the future that you would like to have. I lost control of my life for a while. And trust me, I felt the repercussions of it. It was not fun. Once I remembered that I was in control of who I was and how I lived, my life finally turned back around, finally started moving forward again. All you have to do is take control. I have always struggled on and off with depression and anxiety. I can say, um, sorry guys, I kind of like thought that I had to um, burp just now, but like, nothing, like, I, I'm so sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but anyways, um, once um, I understood how to take control of my mind, it was easier for me to gain a grasp of my depression. I can say with confidence that I definitely have more of a grasp on my depression now. I wouldn't say that I'm depressed right now at all. Um, but I do still struggle with depressive states from time to time. Um, and because I've learned how to take control of my mind and my feelings and my thoughts, when I feel myself sinking into a depressive state of mind, I usually know how to pull myself out of it. Um, it's just all about learning how to take control of your mind. I have a blog called head over heels blog.com you should check it out if you haven't um it's heels like um h-e-a-l-s like because you know like healing you get it like head over heels mental health <laughs> anyways um so yeah head over heels blog.com um i actually wrote an article titled defeating depression where I explain the steps that I went through in order to defeat my depression. Um, I highly recommend giving it a read if you haven't um, read it before. It's pretty long, but I think if you are somebody that struggles with depression or you know somebody that struggles with depression or you just want to know more about it, um, I think it's definitely well worth your time. Um, Yeah, so headoverheelsblog.com. Give it a read. Um, subscription is free. So there you go. Um, I still struggle with anxiety too. While I do know how to take control over it, um, it is sometimes a little harder for me to take control over my anxiety. It's a lot harder for me to take control over my anxiety than it is, um, my depression for some reason. Um, I feel like once you, like, have depression or once you, like, go through that or anxiety or, like, whatever mental illness it is, I feel like you may, like, get over it, but you never, like, truly delete it from you. Like, I feel like it's always still a part of who you are. It gets buried deeper 
but I feel like it's always like capable of resurfacing if like you allow it to you know so you know I don't identify as depressed right now but I do know that like it's still below the surface there and I'm aware of that so like I try to be conscious of that and know that there are certain things that I don't need to do and certain things that I don't need to say and certain people that I don't need to be around um that could kind of make that come up and the same thing with like my anxiety I know how to take control over it but sometimes I just get a little weak in the sense that um there are things that make my anxiety worse that it's like hard for me to let go of so that's like where I'm weak um because I don't have a strong grasp over it like coffee for example caffeine is so bad for people with anxiety because that's literally only gonna heighten it but I have such a weak spot for coffee I literally want to own a coffee shop I have been very passionate about coffee since I was like 16 years old people have always known to come to me if you need any coffee advice or recommendations or just whatever like anything coffee I can tell you all about it for sure I can tell you exact like the words to like describe the dip like flavors I can tell you where it originated from I can I can tell you everything you need to know about coffee all about it so that is something it's like a weak spot for me I know that like I'll never be able to just completely stop drinking coffee because at this point I do um have a caffeine addiction I can admit that um maybe I need to go to like some form of like AA but like for caffeine you know I probably need that really bad my boyfriend has tried to like help me um with my caffeine addiction but I am so like (laughs) stubborn and just strong-minded that I just don't listen (laughs) but I do appreciate his efforts to try to help me get rid of my caffeine addiction um it's just gonna it's gonna take a lot for that to go away um but anyways yeah so I know that like caffeine makes my anxiety worse and because I know that I just make sure that I limit my intake I used to drink like four and five cups a day literally that sounds like ridiculous but I'm being so serious like it would be so bad um but now I try to limit myself to only one a day um so then it's not that bad um so yeah that is something that's like a weak spot for my anxiety also um I really love true crime I'm really passionate about true crime and like just learning about um the mind of like a killer specifically like a serial killer or just any killer at all it's very fascinating to me um just the way that their mind works I'm very into psychology so just learning how their mind works is the most fascinating thing to me. I'm very passionate um, about it, so I enjoy learning a lot about it. But also, I notice that the more um, true crime that I'm listening to, the more true crime research that I do, the more um, anxious I get because I'm kind of, you know, I'll go out and I'll see, you know, a suspicious looking man and I'll kind of feel my heart start to race, my hands are starting to sweat, my forehead's getting a little hot, I'm walking a little faster. So that, you know, makes my anxiety worse because listening to those makes me like more on my toes 
um, constantly. So I'm like constantly anxious that like, oh my God, am I gonna be like the next one to get like kidnapped and killed or something? I don't know. Um, but it's like when that's constantly all that's being poured into my mind, then that's what I'm focused on. So then I'm just gonna be anxious all the time because I'm like constantly listening to these like absolutely horrifying things. So of course, um, I'm going to be anxious. So I try to limit myself on my true crime intake because I know that that's going to make my anxiety worse. And that's like all it's about. Like you just have to be aware of like what is going to get you to this place. I know there are certain things um, that I don't need to do because it'll put me into a depressive state. I know that there are certain things that I don't need to do that'll make my anxiety worse. So like once you can like acknowledge that, and then do something about it, you will be, like, well on your path to overcoming it. Um, Sometimes, you know, we may take a few steps backwards, but as long as you're striving to start moving forward again, then you're doing something good. But don't beat yourself up about going backwards. I mean, that's just life. We, you know, go back sometimes. And I've had to learn to accept that because I've always been so, so hard on myself because I know how great I am and I know what I'm capable of. So when I fall short of the exceptionally high standards that I have set in place for myself, I get really down about it and I feel like garbage. But you should not do this. It's not healthy for your mental health at all. Falling short sometimes does not mean you've completely fallen accept yourself when you're down because you know how great you are when you're up I'm gonna say that again because I feel like that's good accept yourself when you're down because you know how great you are when you're up everybody can't you can't just be up all the time we are humans we are going to fall we're gonna fall short we aren't perfect we make mistakes we fail all the time Just accept yourself at your worst because you know who you are when you're at your best. Seriously. So I actually did an episode um, called, I feel like I'm going like backwards. I meant to mention this before whenever I was like speaking about um, anxiety, but I actually did an episode um, called Overcoming Anxiety. And if you haven't listened to it, um, you definitely should go and listen to it. I poured my all into that episode because mental health is something that I am very passionate about, especially since it hits very close to home with me. Um, so definitely go and give that a listen if you struggle with anxiety or even if you don't. I mean, it's good to just, you know, gain knowledge on, you know, different things in life. Um, cause you never know somebody that, you know, may struggle with anxiety and it'll give you like you know, a way to know how to better help them or, you know, you'll just have that knowledge in case you ever do get to a place where you're struggling with anxiety or like just whatever. It never hurts to know a little more about something. So if y'all haven't listened to that, definitely go and give that a listen. It's about an hour long, but it's definitely well worth every minute, I believe. Um, so yeah. Um, but know that nothing happens instantly Rome wasn't built in a day so don't expect to have full control over your mental health in a day or over your life in a day 
be patient with yourself. Be patient with your process of growth. Just acknowledging that you want to be better than where you are is a step in the right direction. Take control over the things in your life that you've been neglecting. Take control over the things in your life that you've been procrastinating on. Take control over your life. You are the boss when it comes to you. So don't let anyone tell you how you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to do or when you're supposed to do it. Live your life at your own pace, how you want to live it. You are in control. And don't allow life to steal you from you. You are not defined by your mistakes or your mental illness or who you used to be. You are defined by who you are now and what kind of heart you have and how you treat others and how you choose to view the world. That is how you are defined. Not by your mistakes, not by your fail, your what? (laughs) Your failures, not by who you used to be, not by any of that. Don't allow bad circumstances to turn into a bad life because that's not how it is. Just because you're in a bad situation right now does not mean you have a bad life. Just because you have bad circumstances going on right now, don't allow that to turn you into a bad person. Just because things in your life may be pretty awful right now doesn't mean you have to exude an awful aura to the world. Nobody wants to be around that. That's miserable for you and everyone around you. Tough times don't last forever. So allow the storm to pass you by and you'll get your rainbow eventually. Just hang in there. You got this. Just take control. You have the ultimate control of you and your life. Okay, so this is the last life lesson that I am going to cover for this episode because we're already sitting at about an hour, um, which is crazy. Um, So sorry for how lengthy this is. I wasn't anticipating that. But I have one more life lesson to discuss, and that is the importance of open and honest communication in all of your relationships in your life. I don't care if it's your boyfriend, your brother, your sister, your mother, your friend, your coworker, whoever it may be. Be open and honest about how you're feeling. People aren't mind readers. Sure, you'll develop, you know, such close connections with people sometimes that it feels as if you can read each other's minds. I definitely feel like I can read Nicholas's mind sometimes, even without him saying a word. (laughs) But I still can't truly know what's on his mind if he doesn't verbalize it to me. So for some reason, as I've gotten older, it's become harder for me to express myself to people. I used to be so great at communicating and expressing myself in every single way. I have always been a talker, a public speaker. I took public speaking in high school, and then I took two different public speaking classes in college. Speaking is something I am very passionate about. I would love to have some sort of opportunity that allowed me to speak publicly to a large crowd of people. Sure, I'm like speaking to people through this podcast, um, but I want to actually speak to a large crowd of people. That is something I would absolutely love doing. So hopefully an opportunity like that presents itself to me so I can tackle that that would literally just be the most amazing thing ever public speaking is literally like the number one fear amongst americans but i love it wholeheartedly 
anyways, um, as I've gotten older, it has become a little harder for me to express how I feel because I've become overly concerned with how what I feel is going to affect whomever it is that I'm speaking to. When there's something I want to say or there's an opinion I have or there's a way that I feel, I tend to get anxious that whatever it is I have to say isn't of any real value or the person doesn't really care to hear what I have to say or they aren't going to like what I have to say or they're going to judge what I have to say. This is a terrible way to think. Because of me thinking this way, I've been unable to communicate effectively and that has caused many areas of conflict for me. Um, The biggest example I could probably give is in um, just my relationship with my boyfriend because I fail so many times to express exactly what it is I'm feeling I leave him in a state of confusion and that's not fair or just like a misunderstanding that could have just been resolved if I would just communicate um and that is just not fair to him or to like anyone else that I seem to do that with all you have to do is just um sorry guys there's like so many cars and things going by right now making a lot of noise um but yeah um all you have to do is just communicate literally just whatever's on your mind just verbalize that if you're upset about something that someone did say that to them if you know you're stressed out about something talk about it to somebody if there's some reason that you like aren't wanting to go out or some reason that you're not wanting to do whatever you know make that clear just be like hi like I don't want to do this because of this reason I'm sorry and then boom instead of just like not saying anything and then you leave people confused confusion is the worst nobody likes to be confused I one thing that I learned at the company that I work for in Texas they always used to say a confused mind will never buy if a customer is confused they're not going to buy from you if a person you're speaking to is confused they're not going to be happy with you they're going to be confused nobody likes to be confused that's like one of the worst things to experience um is confusion um because it just leaves you in a constant state of wonder and then your mind starts to spiral and then that's just the worst um so don't do that to people I have done that so many different times and every single time it is just not good it's never a good situation it would always be so much easier if I just express myself and just communicate so literally just whatever is on your mind just say it although I am not back to the point where I would like to be in regards to my communication skills I can still acknowledge the fact that it is something I would like to continue working on to improve myself and I can accept that even though I'm not where I want to be I'm still getting better everything is a process like I said before nothing can happen overnight Rome wasn't built in a day you're not gonna be the perfect version of yourself in a day either that is why it is so so important to be patient with yourself Nick is 
I'm so sorry, guys. I I've probably brought him up like 17 times in this one episode, but y'all can deal with it. He is a part of me, so that is just what's gonna happen. Anyways, Nick is literally just very great at communicating efficiently and effectively. He's very bold and assertive, and I admire that about him. He knows that I've been struggling with my communication, and he's been helping me a lot. Um, I remember one day he told me that when it comes to communicating and expressing yourself, you have to care more about what it is you have to say than what it is the other person is going to think. He expressed to me the importance of being confident in what it is you have to say, because if you're confident in what it is you have to say, it'll just begin to flow naturally and you'll be so sure in the words that you're saying that like it's just gonna be fine like if you're confident in what you're saying you're gonna be sure in what you're saying and like you're just gonna be able to express yourself efficiently and effectively he also helped me to acknowledge the fact that not everyone is going to like you not everyone's gonna appreciate you or value what you have to say and that's completely okay we're not meant for everyone everyone isn't meant for us and I'm learning that when I was younger or not even like so much younger like I've kind of like realized this um not too long ago um people really just are not gonna always care about you like people just really don't care at all and it really used to hurt me um I'd be like gosh like I literally try to talk about things that I care about. I try to, you know, speak passionately about the things that I'm passionate about. I try to, you know, just communicate about things that I feel are important to me. And, you know, a lot of the people that I was hanging around, a lot of just relationships I've lost because I've realized that, oh, they don't really, (coughs) sorry guys, they don't really like care about me at all because anytime that I ever have anything to say anytime that I ever want to do anything anytime that I ever have an opinion anytime that I'm ever passionate about anything anytime that I'm ever pursuing something in regards to my career in regards to something that I care about or in regards to like a passion whatever it may be many 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 people that used to be in my life um or some of them still are sadly in my life um (laughs) but um they just make it very clear that they literally could not care less and that used to really hurt my feelings I'd be like gosh like I'm literally sitting here like talking to these people or like trying to communicate with these people or trying to like do things with these people and they literally just do not care at all like And that would really hurt my feelings because I'd be like, gosh, like, I pay attention to you. I care about the things that you want to do. I care about the things that you believe and, like, the way that you view the world. And it's like I never got that same energy back from, like, a lot of people. And it was very telling. I, like, have lost a lot of people in this year. A lot of people. And in the beginning when it was first happening and, like, so many people were disappearing, um... I was really like hurt like I would kind of cry a lot because I've always been a very social person I really enjoy meeting people I really enjoy being around people and just I don't know just meeting new people is an amazing experience for me because I feel like life is all about the connections you make and the relationships you build um so I've always been a very social person I do really enjoy being around people um 
but for a while I went through like a period of loneliness because it seemed like every person in my life kind of was starting to disappear but I really think it was just God like kind of taking the people out of my life that like didn't need to be there in the first place the people that really never actually cared about me at all um because I have struggled with rejection for my entire life I kind of would accept the bare minimum from people just because I would rather accept the bare minimum than have them reject me and that's really sad that's actually really sad to say out loud um but that's just what it was that's exactly how it was and yeah but I'm very thankful that I'm to a point now or I'm trying to get to a point now where I'm like confident enough in myself confident enough in my words confident enough in what I'm passionate about confident enough in what I believe what I have to say what is true to me that like I don't care what anybody else has to say I don't care what anybody else has to think because I know what I think I know what I believe I know who I am so like it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks um like I said before we're not meant for everyone everyone isn't meant for us and you know it's taken me a long time to learn that And I'm striving to accept that. Um, But it is difficult for me because I have become a people pleaser over the course of 2021 somehow. I never used to care what anyone had to say or what anyone thought of me at all. But for some odd reason, I am constantly trying to please everyone recently, which is an awful way to live because that's literally just impossible to do. You can't, there's never going to be a time where you can please everyone. Um, However... I am working on it because I don't want to just continue to be a people pleaser and just live for other people because then why in the world am I here if I'm living for other people and I'm not living for myself? That's just ridiculous. Um, But I am working on it. I will be able to communicate well. I will be able to give open and honest communication to everyone in my life, every relationship in my life, my husband, my family, my friends, my coworkers, everybody. Open communication is an essential skill to being an adult, to being an effective adult, actually. So be sure to strive to communicate openly and honestly, honestly, with those around you. Because honesty is key. Open and honest communication is key. It is quite essential. Alrighty, guys. So those are all of the life lessons I have for today's episode this part two of a fabulous failure there might be a part three there might not be i'm trying to decide um but yeah so stay tuned i really enjoyed recording this episode i really enjoyed pouring my heart out to you guys i try to be as open and authentic as i can because i feel like that makes it the most personal the most relatable And that is all I want to do. I want to be able to inspire people and let people know that like, hi, I'm just a normal girl, just like everybody else. Um, Just want to, you know, express my take on the world, my life experiences, because I feel as though, you know, other people can relate or I may be able to inspire someone else or I may be able to help someone else. That's all I want to do. I just want to be able to help and encourage and motivate and you know just help people get to where they need to be in whatever way that I can so I feel as though you know sharing some of my experiences letting you guys in on some of the things that I go through some of the things that I've learned through what I've been through 
I feel like that can be inspiring or that can help someone that may be going through the same thing. Um, so yeah, I love you guys. Um, just to recap on the things we, you know, the life lessons we've discussed today. We've discussed learning to not have any pride, learning to not be a pessimist, learning that you control you, and learning to communicate open and honestly, openly and honestly. There we go. Alrighty, guys, it has been a pleasure and I will see you guys or I guess I won't see you guys but you guys will hear from me next week on another episode of Nights with Naya love you guys peace out